0: there you're listening to another episode of the niagara moon podcast i'm thomas irwin we're coming back this week after a uh, brief hiatus uh just in the wake of the current news cycle everything that's uh, going on just felt like a better idea to to sit out for a little while um it's heavy it's it's uh i think it, ultimately what is happening is a really good thing I uh, definitely stand by the protesters. I really am optimistic that some some progress will be made just all across the board. Uh, Yeah, it's not a lot I can um, speak on at the moment. But uh. anyway, for this week's episode of the podcast, I'm trying something a bit new. If if you all like it, this could definitely become a uh, recurring thing, but I got together with my buddy Dan Barracuda, who's an amazing songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, just all across the board, virtuosic guy. Uh, he's currently based in Brooklyn. We uh, had spoken on this podcast, I don't know how many episodes ago, but ever since then, we definitely seem to hit it off in our uh, mutual love of a lot of um, kind of oddball pop and, and classic pop rock, and uh, just we're, we're two nerds of a feather, you could say, with uh, music and music production. highly encourage you to check out his uh, own original work if you look up Dan Barracuda on Spotify and all that. But uh, he and I got together. We wanted to, at length, discuss the question, what's the best Beatles album? (laughs) Which is a ridiculous question. It's kind of a ridiculous conversation. But uh, I held fast to my opinion that uh, Magical Mystery Tour is kind of the young unsung hero of their discography. Dan went with the uh, more popular choice, that, that is uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And we just had a good time going at it and just exploring our love of all those songs, all the albums. And uh, if you are any kind of Beatles fan, I, uh, I think you'll enjoy this as well. So let's get into it.
1: I listened to Magical Mystery Tour yesterday on my run. I've been running every other day this whole pandemic, and I'm really proud about that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you got to get out of the house. I know, I know. And uh, I listened to Sgt. Pepper's like a month ago uh, in its entirety, too. And so it's pretty fresh in my mind. You know, it's also my
0: favorite album ever. So the Beatles are always fresh in my mind. <laughs> so Sgt. Pepper's truly truly your, your favorite album, you would say.
1: It's my favorite album. Yeah, it's my favorite album.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, did you like find it at a super early age? Like, no, dude. No, I grew no, you up didn't. to
1: like. I grew up to can't buy me love, and I want to hold your hand, and money. That's what I want. Bah, 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 like, I, I grew up to that, and then when I went to college, my friend George Egan got me into the Beatles, and it blew my mind. Completely blew my mind. And I haven't been the same since. <laughs> the Beatles have been my favorite band since, since like you know 2009. Oh. Um, so that's when I started learning about all these Beatles songs. And like, I just remember so many times I'm like, wow, like, that's the Beatles. Like, that's the Beatles. Like, Yellow Sub, that's the Beatles. That's the You'd Beatles. You'd never connected the Holy dots sh- before then, huh? Yeah. And it all, it was all like a net just like connected. And I was like, this is all the Beatles, man. These are like nursery rhymes, man. Like the melodies Basically. are so catchy. They're nursery rhymes. Wow, and so and and then, like and then you know, like all the college was Beatles, 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 and then I started understanding the albums and how they were grouped into albums and now, now that like you know eleven years have gone by, I like, you know, grouped them into albums, and I see how they stand alone as albums. and a, a, a huge reason why Sgt. Pepper is my favorite album is because of kind of like what it stands for, you know, how revolutionary it was, you know, just. Uh, I love that fact. Even apart from the songs, it's like the sounds, you know, and like what they did. It's the first al. It's like the first like album that was a big deal, you know. It was it was the first. Um, it was the first time they put lyrics on the sleeve.
0: Oh, did they? Yeah. They, they hadn't done that with okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I, so I think an interesting part of this is we're coming into this Beatles talk with very very different perspectives because so i like grew up on it like it was most way most like the majority of the stuff that i heard until like adolescence until like middle school was just like we had a few other cds but it was like we had all these beetle cds and then they were just like constantly in rotation
1: so you know those songs since like when you're yeah
0: i, I can't imagine like consuming that music and it being fresh like in college or or anything like that like i had already i'd already worn these out by the time i was like 11
1: oh wow yeah dude i had never heard like within you without you never heard fixing a hole like she's leaving home benefit i didn't like know those songs a day in the life dude
0: (laughs) yeah i can't imagine hearing that for the first time as an adult like i just have no idea what that experience would be like.
1: so what's it like for you like like with that with that experience
0: right Right, so it's like there's there's that part where it's like, I like I breathe these songs. Like I purposely try to not listen a whole lot nowadays because it's like I've listened to it so much already. Yeah. Like I can just play it in my mind. Like I don't need to. Right.
1: Rita! Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, another thing is I had these CDs, but it was like. I had a, you know, we're talking old school. I had a Walkman, like a CD Walkman, yeah. And I had like a case that could fit a bunch of CDs, and I put all the Beatles CDs in these in this case, like just to hold them all in this binder. So we never really had LPs. I, I mean, like vinyl. Like I didn't grow up with right. vinyl. I yeah, didn't I mean even really re- grow up like looking over the the cover art or any of that. Like I just consumed it as like music, like just the the audio. Aspect of it, and then also not like, even like the CD, not even like the CD case. I mean, like once upon a time, but it was not. I was all about just like putting these CDs from this binder into my Walkman and just like listening to it that way. So I'm, I'm kind of like when I th- when I'm thinking of what's better than this or what had this effect. Like to me, it's all just the songs, and I, and I have the the context of it. I, I feel a little bit less, but that's also. I feel like that's a huge part of why Sgt. Peppers gets called out. Like that's the buzzword is it it came out at such an opportune time in culture and like the presentation of it was so groundbreaking along with it was. the sounds yeah, and along the, with the Yeah, music. the cover art yeah. was a big deal. But Sgt. in particular for you, it's like, d- does it just kind of make you think or as you're listening to the music, like you feel like the just – the out of nowhere like col- cultural splash it had, or or what is its like presence to you? I think like the the number one word, the number one one word that comes to me
1: when I think of Sergeant Pepper is just colorful. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's so colorful, dude. Like every song is like in a in a different you know in a different key. There's that, but just like it's really crazy when you see like Sergeant Pepper's you know the, the intro, and then it's like it it goes nicely into with little help, and it's like it's like nice. And then it's like Lucy in the yeah, sky. Yeah, that's where it kicks up a notch. I'm looking at the track listing right now, right? I know. And then, it, but then it starts getting really trippy when it's like getting better is nice. Getting better is kind of like friends with a little help from my friends. And then it's like she's leaving home, right? And then it's benefit, which is it's like <laughs> Cirque. So you're like, it's, you're like fixing a hole. I love fixing a hole. I just love that kind of. I just, I love, I love fixing a hole. It's, I like have like such a. Set. I love McCartney's vocals in that song and I love I love a lot of things about like so many so much shit here. But like the guitar tone and fixing a hole is ridiculous. I love it's like Oh I no I love when it goes bum 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 Oh and it ooh. It's, like, so – everything's, like, so perfect, you know? And so and – then, and then it's, like, she's leaving home, and it's, like, a beautiful – like, where am I? Like, there's no, like, guitar or anything, no drums, no bass. It's just, like, strings and uh, harp. And then you're in a carnival, and then you're in India, <laughs> and, and you know, and then it's within you without you. It's, and then you're here, and then you're there. It's, like, you're jumping continents, dude. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Like, like, like every, every – all the first albums are, like – you're in, like, the same kind of room. And then, and yeah. then Rubber Soul, they're, like, expanding. And then, and then Revolver, you're like, Jesus. And then, like, Sergeant Pepper's, like, continents, dude.
0: So the color of it, the, the diversity of it, and how each song is completely different from the next for the most I part. I love
1: that. I strive for that. I really, like, okay. love that.
0: Yeah, And so you get that with Peppers more than any other album.
1: But I also get it with Magical Mystery Tour, too. You know, Magical Magical Mystery Tour is like a continuation of it.
0: So as we uh, really get into it here, the reason I'm going to posit Magical Mystery Tour as my favorite, even trumping uh, Sgt. Pepper's, is because they got to that point, like they pulled it off. They did an album like that, Sgt. Pepper's. Like and they spent the longest amount of time they ever had up until then to to put that album together, and then they're just in this place where we did it. We're gonna just keep going and like they keep I think going. they got to a point where they even they were even like less self conscious about it because yeah. it's like once they had put something like that together, they could just I feel like they could all all of them together have fun a little bit more. Well, I don't. George is probably still pissed off and not enjoying himself, but. <laughs> They could like gel (laughs) as a unit again more while still being in that crazy colorful space. Like I feel like you have more of the best of both worlds with Magical Mystery Tour.
1: And I I definitely want to dive into, I mean, we're going to dive into Magical Mystery, but it's just, I just want to make the note. It's so weird that they like abandon it afterwards, right? It just seems like they do with with White Album. It's just, it's just not as like crazy psychedelic, you know?
0: Well, I mean, how could you really – you can only do so much LSD. How are you going to keep that up <laughs> indefinitely? And they all went to India. I think that did something huge to their, yeah. their dynamic. Well, also I mean, Epstein,
1: di- oh, Epstein died. Ep- Epstein, Epstein died, died, right, right,
0: but he died between, uh, while they were doing the ma- Magical bet- Mystery Tour.
1: While they were doing it? or No, he died when they were in India.
0: I thought he died Iron when they were in India. This was recorded uh, after Epstein – no, all right. This is where Wikipedia comes into uh, the mix, folks. I'm pretty sure that I watched Beatles anthology. You know, like the 11-hour thing. I watched it all on one day yeah.
1: with the, with my friend, with my friend and my brother. And I saw the the footage of Lennon reacting to Ep- to Epstein dying. And I think they were like just leaving India, oh, or something like that.
0: Uh, so I'm on Wikipedia here, folks. Uh, late August of 1967, while they were at a transcendental meditation seminar in Wales. Oh. Then they found out that uh, Brian Epstein had died. When was so, When was Magical
1: Mystery released?
0: Came out the same goddamn year as Sgt. Pepper's. Isn't, did I it? I mean Hold on. No, no, no. Sixty-eight. What? Wait. Sixty-seven. What? They put it's this album came out. Oh can you believe God. that? So you put out <gasps> you put out Sergeant Pepper's less than a year after you put out Revolver, and then like barely a few months later, you're putting out Magical Mystery Tour. Cause, cause what Sergeant insanity, insanity. is that? It was May, right? I, uh, I'm gonna take your word for it. That uh, all right? No, we're done was May. May, May for Sgt. Peppers. Magical Mystery Tour was released in December. Seven months later, you're already putting out another album, and that album is Magical Mystery Tour. Oh my God! Most bands but take seven I, months just to get mastered. No. I know, but but they also weren't touring. <laughs> they weren't touring, which is why they sounded so much better. They didn't I have know. to think about and performing they had live. That made all the, time. They made had all so the much difference.
1: Time. They had so much time and money. They could just do whatever they wanted. It's uh, that's like a dream to me. You know, like they could. They
0: had time and money, unlimited time and money, and they didn't waste it either. Which is the hard. Like they could have done anything. They could have been lazy. They could have. They could have been lazy. They could have not achieved anything. They could have not bothered it, it, it. Lack of limitations is like the nail in the coffin for a lot of artists, and they just they knew exactly what to do with it
1: so crazy
0: so okay I so epstein like...
1: died during during so epstein died when during
0: magical mystery tour yeah
1: okay so so they were at a, a transcendental meditation like retreat maybe but they weren't in India. yeah they weren't, yeah, they weren't in were, india were, but were they whips. were like
0: working with a yogi or whatever
1: no that was that okay yeah um uh, magical mystery tour has a really weird track listing order you think so I, I mean I it think, is I
0: think I think as an album it's very inorganic. It's two EPs, right? Like it, it was it's not like Sgt. Pepper's where it was constructed as one thing. Right. And playing that deliberately. Magical
1: Mystery Tour is the first song. And then it's Fool in the Hill, which is awesome. I mean they're both so awesome. We we should talk about these songs. And but then it's flying which is an instrumental, right? <laughs> and th- and then it's Blue Jay Way. Like, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. It's like the fourth song. Blue Jay Way should be like the like the second to last song. I don't know. It's like, I also like love Blue Jay Way. <laughs> but I, I just feel like, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Like, I wonder how they decided that. I, I would have thought that like Penny, you know, I mean, uh, we, we're including Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane, right? Even though that was like before Sgt. Pepper's, dude. Strawberry Fields was written yeah,
0: before Sgt. Pepper's. all right. So if we're, if we're going to backtrack a little bit, if you get the albums here in this country, U.S., it's like they release a certain way. You Magical Mystery Tour as an album here. Strawberry Fields Forever is number eight, and Penny Lane is number nine. So So it starts with all the weird songs that they made specifically for the movie, I think. Yeah. Yep, which I don't know anything about the movie. I couldn't care less about the movie.
1: Yeah, me either. I haven't seen. It. I just know they. I know they were miserable. I know they were miserable. Oh, they were probably miserable because Epstein had just died, right? Like, did they make the movie after F- Epstein died? I think.
0: Yeah. I think that's. And, I think that's why. Uh, also, they were, it was like, not well made as a movie. There's a lot of pieces missing.
1: <laughs> and they were like super stone the whole time. They just like, didn't give a crap about it. Yeah. But I don't know. I would have thought that like like hello goodbye would it would be in the first side, you know, and like well maybe that's all the music. thing.
0: It's an album full of weirdness, which is I'm not I'm not going to say it's like objectively the best, but I'm I'm trying to make it. We we are two uh, music nerds who make our own music and like we we delve deep into into sound world and coming from that place, Magical Mystery Tour I feel like has more to offer me. Cool. It's very strange in a way that kind of sneaks up on you, and it's and it's like oddly dark in a lot of places.
1: It really is. I am
0: a wall. F- it's it's, it's like way. a it's like a mystery. I mean, it's it's a mystery door, but it's like it's you mysterious. unfold it one page at a time, a little bit. Now I'm going to make all these arguments for it. I, I'd like to hear your uh, you back up, cool. Peppers, too, and, and come at me with some rebuttals here. But it's like <laughs> to 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 get on Sergeant Pepper's case a little bit. It's like. It's this performance. It's like, can, can we pull off this big circus? It's, it's all about like, kind of meeting a challenge rather than just like delving deep. You know, like how many of the songs don't have Ringo? How many of the songs kind of just like, it's, it's very splintered, you know?
1: What, in Sergeant Versus, Pepper's
0: or, or Matt? In Sgt. Pepper's, yeah. It's, it's, it's taking you all these places, but in doing that, you don't have this organic band feel.
1: Exactly. Versus Magical Mystery
0: Tour. Ringo is doing his thing again in Mystery Tour. He you is. Do not have, that,
1: yeah, that's a huge point. I, I did read that Ringo thought that Sgt. Pepper's was boring.
0: He didn't have anything to do. I mean, it, It's. Yeah, the music is still good, but they. it was not written for the Beatles. It was written to be this album.
1: Yeah, they were in such different places because you know, Sergeant Peppers. They they were sick of touring and they stopped touring before Sergeant Peppers. Like right after yeah, they, they came to that
0: great realization at that yeah. Point, like- and then
1: like and then they all took a break. They all like like they went to their respective whatever they wanted to go like for a vacation. And then Paul had the idea of Sergeant Peppers. He had the he had that conceptual idea. Paul came up with it. Yeah,
0: he's like, we're gonna stop it- being ourselves. We're gonna try. Let's go people. to the studio.
1: Let's push the envelope like we just kind of did yeah. with Revolver, like Tomorrow Never Knows, right? And then they just did so much shit. And I listened to like two 45-minute interviews, one with Richard Lush and the other one with Jeff Emmerich. And there was those were the two engineers working under George Martin during Peppers, right? And it's yeah. so crazy because like Jeff Emmerich was 19 years old or 18. I, I read his book, 19? Jeff Emmerich's book. You did?
0: Book. You should check it out, yeah. Wh- what's it called again? It's amazing. I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was a great and and, read. and then Richard Lush is like 22, dude,
1: and and he said oh my God. he was like working with the Beatles was, it was like their most uh, lucrative like gig they've ever had at that time, uh. Like, so they liked it, but the hours were really weird. Like they would they would show up to the studio at like 4 p.m. and the Beatles wouldn't show up till like seven or eight, and they would just kind of sit around for four hours and they'd work all night and they would work all night, they would work yeah. till like 6 a.m. And and they said that, like, anything, everything was the opposite of normal. They, they Everything they wanted to do was, was the opposite of what we usually do. Recording drums, recording vocals, recording guitar, everything was the opposite. And, like, you know, having the orchestra come in, everything was new. And that's, like, and I'm sure, like, navigating that, maneuvering that must have been confusing. And, like, I'm sure the drummer, like, Ringo must be like, all right, so I'm not, like, you don't need me? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then George, George wants to do something. And they're like, all right, George, you can bring in... You can like do sitar stuff and you can do all, you can do your song. So, and I'm sure there were weird tensions there. Right. And then they, it was probably a whole, who knows what happened behind closed doors, but yeah, like it was like, I'm sure there was like friction and all like everywhere, like making peppers. Um, and then, like you said, magical mystery tour was more like, okay, let's be a band again. Right. Cause Ringo is like all over mystery tour and it's awesome. Is that Ringo in flying?
0: Oh Yeah. Is it all of singing? them though?
1: With like, yeah. Is it is it like they're all of them? Sing- though? Yeah, they're
0: all singing and they're they're all playing. It's kind of like a big collari- like collaborative like a jam. jam.
1: Like
0: a- now that uh, observation you were making about Peppers, about how like everything was was upside down and they're really just breaking all the rules so consciously, does that draw you into it more? Like, is that?
1: Yeah, that is like what I love about it. like the like I said earlier like the sounds of it, and I I love like the revolutionary aspect of it. I really like just love that about it. I love the statement that it made. There's there's a you know what's crazy when they were recording it in Studio A. In Studio B, Pink Floyd was recording their first album. I've heard that. And that's, that's and crazy, there's a man. video there's a video of Roger Waters being like. Sergeant Pepper's like gave us permission. To like really do what hell, whatever the hell we wanted. That's like it's like a door opener, you know.
0: Yeah. No, I mean at the time it must have totally changed everybody's minds in music about what was possible and and what could be done. What was
1: cool. Yeah. What was. The it's next like the thing. impact, like, the impact, and the influence, and the revolutionary aspect yeah. of, of Peppers. <laughs> Everything about it is so so whimsical, psychedelic, and really like interesting. You know. But, I mean, I have nothing against Magical Mystery, so I love Magical Well, yeah, I should
0: also say that all their classic albums are totally classic. We we love all of them. Anything, any critiques we have is going to be such trite little nitpicking, but yeah, I'm just, I, I, I like to be the contrarian here and, and uh, yeah. express that if you take away all the context of Peppers and then it's just a group of songs and the experience of listening to that music in in that sequence and uh, what it does and how you kind of grow with it over time. I think uh, magical mystery tour is, is the it's the dark horse. It's it's kind of the it's the underrated gem in, in that whole that bunch.
1: Like when you think of the Beatles, like they, they had like their fun songs that you sing and then like, you know, the all the all the first albums had it. Really upbeat, singy songs, light kind of stuff rubber soul had some revolver had some sergeant peppers has it and it has with a little huff my friends you know it has you know i'm saying it kind of like light kind of like brighter songs, it is like it's happier. Get, getting yeah getting better um yeah. like lovely rita you know and then but then like magical mystery tour doesn't it, like i feel like the only one is like hello goodbye hello goodbye yeah that's a well, and you know? uh, all, you love, all, you, all you need is love. All you need is love. of course, all you need is love. But but in the first side, you got like flying <laughs> blue jay. Way I am the walrus. Like yeah, your mother it's a different tone.
0: Know. It's yeah.
1: dark. Like yeah, it's that, weird.
0: That's why I I uh, I like that weird. It's it's more dynamic to me. It's got more dimension. That's I. It, it is it is very dynamic. I love both, like, but that's why I'm. I'll put it this way and maybe i don't know if you'd agree with this and maybe you got a whole new spin on this but if you take any given artist that i've never heard of and you said this artist heavily inspired by sergeant peppers versus this artist his songs heavily inspired by magical mystery tour i'm more <laughs> intrigued by the the second guy and i don't know how yeah. what would you say to that
1: um if someone said sergeant peppers i would be like whoa like well, i'm excited to hear the sounds you know? Uh, like, is, is song, right. like, you know like, like is every song like you know that it's going to be adventurous every song like adventurous and very different from each other because that's so true in search of every song it's like like again like loosing the sky to getting better to fixing a hole to she's leaving home to benefit to within you without you like it's like jumping continents it feels like and magical mystery tour it's just like psychedelic it's a mystery tour <laughs> it's like a magical tour <laughs> It's very it's, psychedelic. Would, all right.
0: Another comparison you could make is Sgt. Pepper's with a lot of the songs, it's like you're being taken from room to room, and all the rooms are so different, but they're very kind of focused rooms. The Indian room, it's like the Yellow Submarine movie. You got the Indian room. Uh, you got the like old-timey clarinet room for when I'm 64. You got the carnival room, whereas Magical Mystery Tour, it's like all the same room, but it's like a giant chasm of weirdness. Like It is,
1: it is. It You're is. staying
0: in the same space more, but that space is like all the more um, mind-boggling, I feel like.
1: What's your favorite song off Mystery Tour?
0: Uh, the or what best, are your favorite songs? Well, the best Beatles song there is, sir, which is uh, Strawberry Fields Forever. Okay, yeah. Now, what's your favorite Beatles song? A Day in the Life. I mean, that's obviously in the top five. That's an amazing piece of music, but... I feel like "Sergeant uh, Strawberry Fields" is a superior piece.
1: Yeah, you think so? He wrote that was the first song that was written, like bo- like in the Sergeant Pepper's era, which is weird right. to include it in the Magical Mystery Tour.
0: That's that's another whole weird part of this is that and Penny Lane were supposed to be in Sergeant Pepper's, and yeah. this would be very different. This would be a very different conversation if if that had happened. if it
1: didn't have those two songs.
0: Yeah oh yeah then it'd be like oh Sgt. Pepper's best album times 10 and <laughs> Magical Mystery Tour but the, the, the presence of those two songs does a lot yeah, really kind of changes things
1: yeah I just love A Day in the Light I can go on about that song it's oh like, yeah I mean obviously there's there's,
0: and... there's oceans of stuff going on there but it, it again it comes back to it's a little more self-consciously trying to pull something off versus like just Blowing musical creativity and and like, I feel like it's "Strawberry Fields." Just the lyrics of "Strawberry Fields" are just so amazing. The lyrics and just it's like every the whole kitchen sink of of arranging ideas are in there. Like part to part, there's all these different instruments. It's kind of peppery. It's kind of peppery. It's very peppery, but it's it's like the next level of pepper.
1: Okay, so okay, besides "Strawberry Fields" and "A Day in the Light, the two best Beatles songs. What else? Like, like, what's our next favorite?
0: Well, there's like personal favorite that I end up wanting to listen to, and then there's song that I would acknowledge as like the best to like you know, like Walrus? put on a pedestal. So maybe Walrus does both those things, though, so, because I think Walrus is the most interesting, maybe one, the most interesting soundscape of any Beatles song. Yeah, like just the all intro. The stuff what going the hell is there.
1: what the hell is the intro, dude? Like. <laughs>
0: What the hell is that outro with like the radio <laughs> oh, that's plays really cool. in the
1: background? That's really cool. That's so cool.
0: That that's haunt, crazy. that <laughs> like fade out at the end with like the, you can't tell what they're saying, but it's Shakespearean. Like that haunted me as like a kid. Like what the hell's going on there? What the hell was that? Did you like it as a kid? Yeah. So that's the thing is I listen to all this stuff when I was really little. Like I have a memory. I, I, I remember both the day that – my parents got the Sgt. Pepper's CD and put it on in the car, and I remember the day that they got the Magical Mystery Tour album, and I like just put that on in the stereo in the living room and just like went through the whole thing. And I mean, I was probably just a weird kid because it was like the weirder the songs, I was like I was right there, like I, I was into it. They they didn't like confuse me or put me off. I was just like right wow. there in that world. Like you loved Blue Jay Way when you were like seven? No, Blue Jay Way I skipped. <laughs> blue Jay Way, i did not come to appreciate until later and i would i still i like it and i think over time i've come to the uh the feeling that it's better than within you without you in terms of the, the harrison track okay there's more going on i th- i think like the other people like it's not just oh all these indian instruments and we're just doing this Indian arrangement and like... It feels divided. Sergeant Peppers is like divided. Yeah.
1: That's the thing. That, that's the thing about Peppers is divided. Like you got She's Leaving Home with McCartney, right? Yeah. You got Within You, Without You, right? It, it just, it feels divided. And then like Ringo's... It's, it's, you can
0: like, more, you can delineate more clearly like who had a pull on what song to song. Yeah. And also She's Leaving Home, again, these are all great songs. You can't mess with any of them, but She's Leaving Home... In the context of this conversation, I feel like it's kind of a dud.
1: You don't like it? (laughs) Like it's it's
0: it's a lesser Eleanor Rigby to me. And I love I mean the the vocal stuff going on is wonderful and obviously there's there's a lot of beautiful things about it, but it's like it does not hold up for me over time the way so many of these other songs do. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's what i mean that's like
0: it's like two ways of looking at she's living home it's like as a song
1: like i don't want to hear the song again like wednesday morning <laughs> like sometimes if you're like sick of it like i don't like, you know yeah. but then it's like the uh, just like the the con- the concept of it like vocals over strings over harp and like and you're in a band and like those all those instruments aren't in it it's like crazy it's just like they already did outland- that with El- Nor- it's outlandish. Ricky, though, man. right right but i did it again <laughs>
0: But I don't know, where do you feel like Magical Mystery falls short in comparison? Like, what, where where do you, what point do you get to where you're like, oh, back to Sergeant Pepper's?
1: I don't know, because I, I, I love, I just love, I love both of them so much. It's just like, I, it's like what it stands for, what Sgt. Pepper's stands for. It, it's just like, yeah. so monumental. So,
0: yeah, I guess that's the thing with, with me, I kind of shut that su- stuff out after a while, and I just go back to my memories of just hearing the of- albums, you know. Of hearing Back the in childhood, album, yeah. and not not thinking about what was going on like in the real world at that time. But I mean, if if you're the kind of listener where that's a part of it for you, then it's you know inarguable.
1: Yeah, I mean, let, let, let's briefly talk about the songs. Magical Mystery Tour,
0: yeah, um, is it's such a sick
1: song. It's such a sick song. I love how like McCartney sings the first. Oh, here's another weird. Sorry, real quick, M- Lennon doesn't have a track till the sixth song. <laughs> I noticed that when I was running yesterday, I was like, where the fuck is Lennon? <laughs> like, I know he's singing at the end of Mr. Tri- I know he's doing the harmonies and stuff. Where, but like, where was he, he, he in Sgt.
0: Like- Pepper's? He's got like four songs out of 13 or 14, whatever is on Sgt. Pepper's. Let's
1: see. All right. Well, he's he's in the third song. He leads in the third song. And then he, yeah. he sings the lead for like a bit of getting better. You're, he's in benefit. So he's in three. He leads. He kind of he leads two songs in the first half um, and kind of half with uh getting better kind of um but then you got like good morning good morning that's lennon you got a day in the life that's lennon you're right it is right but, it, it's, but light in on the tour, lennon. it's just one yeah. it's it's light on the lennon with with mystery tour two in the first half it's just i am the walrus and that's the sixth song
0: yeah i never thought I, that never really occurred to me that it's the lennon like, gets pushed so far but i mean it's f- pushed far flying better. flying is everybody though that's yeah. not Paul. I guess
1: I mean like Lennon vocals and Lennon. Oh. Just I'm Lenin. I'm thinking about like
0: Lennon Lennon Lennonness Lennonness y Snicket. Uh his Lennon-led creative effort, like him kind of calling the shots and realizing his vision. You know, contributing vocals is just that's what they've always done no matter whose song it is, but um,
1: McCartney really like pushed his way in here. He's like he really started dominating. Well, he's
0: the best Beatle. It's another hot. He's tick. the
1: most talented. He's the. I think he's like one of. He's. I think he's like the most talented rock musician ever. Uh, McCartney. Yeah, it's just um, a shame
0: his taste is so. The I know. know Lennon's my favorite musician though, but um is, is McCartney your favorite Beatle? I think. Again, I'm just speaking as someone who selfishly just consume this music, listen, 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 and then take inspiration from it, and just think about the sounds and just how I love that world. Uh, McCartney is the most important part of that out of those four people. So what we, yeah, so Magical Mystery Tour that is. If we're talking about that track list, that is like a pretty. Uh, that's a big thing right off the bat. That that Lennon is like muted for the whole first half, basically. Um,
1: yeah he is but when he comes in at the end the magical
0: mystery tour like that's so sick and i love when he's like is
1: dying to take you away
0: and then like the the horn's going gone like they do a weird so triple nice.
1: thing da, 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 da. um and then fool in the hill is just beautiful man mccartney and his up close drive vocals are just always perfect i never heard mccartney out of tune it's crazy. His vocals are just like perfect. Like literally perfect.
0: It's really strange. <laughs> Even in like any anthology and live, he's he's a biz- he's a bizarre human being. He's he's a force of nature. And um, to have
1: like an instrumental track as the third track in a Beatles album. That's that's a statement, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. To have an
0: instrumental track in a Beatles album anywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And to have it third is, I was, I mean, when I was running and yesterday, I was like, oh my God, flying's on right now. Like, is, it, is this on shuffle? You know, <laughs> like, mm. and then, uh, but you know what's nice? The transition from flying
0: into Blue Jay Way is really nice. That's another, so my whole little argument that I was formulating before we started talking today another big reason I love magical mystery tour is smoother the endings of all the songs it's like a whole other song. It's like yeah, I love the the
1: ending of flying, the ending of flying. Is yeah, so nice. oh
0: my I feel like that's like a start of like three different genres in the future is the endings of these songs and the weird like sound collages they do. Like you know maybe that's just taste again, like what I kind of like when when songs do that, but it's like. There's so many just weird moments. Uh, they they continue doing that with White Album. A lot of the songs in White Album do that too, but it's like these just cacophonous electronic weirdnesses, weird moments at all, at the end of so many of these songs I'm all about it. Versus Sgt. Pepper is so much more proper the way it...
1: It's also jarring. Sgt. Pepper is jarring. It's like, it's weird. It's like, okay, one of the weirdest transitions, not smooth at all, is like, She's leaving home bye bye, right, and then it's like <laughs> it's yeah. like it's not smooth at all,
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's well. like it's like,
1: hey, we're entering this new room, right I mean, it's that's complete, a pretty different that's room. a pretty
0: abrupt song. you might as well have pretty uh, abrupt transition to it, um, yeah.
1: And then your mother should know. Really
0: interesting, huh? I, I mother should know. That. I that's, that's one of them where it's like, that's not the best Paul song. Yeah, yeah, it's right? Not the, but it's I love the production. Like if we're going to get more tech talk the for intro, a second, just, The intro is so nice. The intro, the way the, there's organ in there, right? Like the way the organ sounds and just the, the piano and the bass and the drum, they interlock in a way I feel like I don't hear with like anything else. It's just so chunky in a such such a unique way.
1: I am the walrus. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it sounds like two different bands. Like your mother should know into I am the walrus. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, that's why I like Lennon more. Like you take those two songs. I know it's not their each. It's not like McCartney's best, but it's just like that's that's very McCartney. And then like that's very Lennon. <laughs>
0: like yeah. What? <laughs> well, that's uh, people celebrate the like, combo of those two cuz it's it's I such know. a lovely uh, pairing.
1: It's like I know there's two different sides to the to the record, but if you're looking at like it's like I in the wall was sandwiched by McCart like McCart it's like your mother should know and hello goodbye, two super McCartney tracks hello, goodbye. and then and then r- right in the middle it's like, yeah. I the I goddamn walls. <laughs>
0: hello goodbye is beautiful yeah that's that's another that's like the other undeniable thing about it for me is that the the drums and the strings and the bass they're hammering there's such a like like just a lovely like rhythmic underbelly just more meat like more guts to those songs than than you get with a lot of the the uh the sergeant pepper stuff like if you know if we're doing a harsh comparison that that's one thing that really
1: came to me when when I was listening to it yesterday it's like Jesus these songs are so orchestral there's strings all over the place Yeah boy but none of them play strings <laughs> It's no, George Martin they're just like, like orchestrating it all Yeah You know like he was so he had such a big hand in the sound of the Beatles like I I recently I listened to um Here Comes the Sun instrumental like I just wanted to hear like the instrumental and there were strings. There were so many strings I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. It's just strings all over. It's all strings. It's like strings. The whole thing is strings and, and acoustic guitar.
0: And you're you're seeing that they're sentences. putting, especially with Abbey Road. I don't know if it's as much of the other albums. All the isolated parts are like on YouTube now. Like you can hear like yeah. the moog synth oh, yeah. oh, and I, that's like the guitar part it. just by itself, and it's like it's like listening to a new song.
1: I, lo- I love it. Yeah. Hello, goodbye has got strings all over it.
0: Yeah, it does. The viola.
1: It's got strings all over
0: it. Uh, yeah, I'm a strings guy too. I mean, and that's the kind of music I tend to do is it's like strings have a, a lot of, I mean, I say strings, a software approximation of strings. I'm I'm into that sound where they, they have a big, uh, they're, they're a big component of the mix.
1: Hello, goodbye. Strawberry Fields, of course. Talk forever about these. I can talk forever. Oh, what about Baby or a Rich Man?
0: Uh, some people disparage it. As being like a lesser song But I love that groove I think it's one of the best grooves Of any Beatles song Like it's The bass playing is amazing In that song And it's like Just the right tempo that I love
1: The bass playing is really nice And I I love the lyrics I love um,
0: Now that you found another key Oh, whatever that like, thing is, like some distorted oh, Mellotrons, whatever that instrument yeah, it's is. it's called I love something. That too. I can't remember.
1: I tried finding someone for one of my tracks. I wanted that. I, I was like, I was like, just to be clear, like you that's the same instrument as in Maybe You're a Rich Man, right? He's like, yes, it is. Because <laughs> it's also in Mojo Pin by uh, Jeff Buckley. Clavioline. Clavioline, uh, Klav- that's it. Klavioline. I found someone on Instagram who plays it.
0: It's like that... Just in my mind, if you're going to kind of stereotype it, like that sound just sums up the whole idea of like the East to me in like one tone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's so nice. Who's playing that thing?
0: Uh, I would guess Paul, but who knows? Oh, no. It's uh, Lennon playing it. Oh. oh My my apologies.
1: Baby, you're rich, man. I love the verse. I love the verses. I love the verses in that song. Um. Sorry, in "Hello Goodbye," wow, 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 wow. wow. Oh, yeah, all the vocal counterpoints say in that
0: song, good yeah. Good bye, goodbye, goodbye, yeah, I love that so more than the main sick. vocal part. Yeah, me too. I say yes, know. but I really mean no. You can stay I know. until it's time to, to go. go. Like it's the kind of thing you don't even notice till you hear it, like for the tenth time, and then you really like pick that part up. And yeah. then all you need is love.
1: All right, who wins in Magical Mystery Tour? I think it's Lennon, dude. I mean, you. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not like. I don't really love like. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, I love all Beatles songs, but ben, I'm not crazy crazy about about
0: about Penny Lane. I'm not that crazy about Penny Lane. It's it's still a beautiful song, but I'm I'm with you that like Lennon's less consistent, but his his highs are the peaks, like. He's going to spearhead any of the best stuff they do.
1: I mean, you got like, I am the
0: walrus, strawberry
1: fields, and all you need is love, dude. It's like.
0: Yeah, he's, he's, Paul McCartney's more the glue, but he's like, he's the main, Lennon's the main attraction, I feel like.
1: He's so edgy, dude. He's so edgy. Look at that input. I am the (laughs) walrus. All you need is love and strawberry fields forever. He's so
0: edgy, dude. It's like kaleidoscopic. I don't know. He, He comes at an idea from so many different angles. Um. So I don't know, man. I feel like talking with you about this. You you seem like you're on the magical mystery tour side. (laughs) Can can you? Can you? uh, Do you feel inclined to? Uh, back up your your positioning of Sgt. Peppers as as the best album without all the external context and all the...
1: uh, It's weird. It's it's the external stuff that I love about.
0: The cultural moments around it, just like on a song-by-song basis, does it still do more for you? If
1: we're going song-by-song... Here's the thing. If we're going song-by-song, Sgt. Peppers wouldn't be my favorite album. It would probably be like Revolver or or Rubber Soul. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like I love it for a different reason. Like I, I love what it stands for. I love... like i said the revolutionary aspect of i love a day in the life it's got my it's got my favorite song in it so that like supports it yeah you know my favorite song is day in life and it's in the album and i love the stories around it i I love like i love just the the breakthroughs that they did i love the sounds. i love the fact that it jumps like continent to continent room to room you know i love that about it but yeah if we're going song by song like i'm not like you know, I don't, it's not like Lovely Rita is in my go-to song. Neither is Good Morning, Good Morning. Neither is When I'm 64. Neither is Getting, I mean, I actually really love Getting Better, but, like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to put on, like, With a Little Half My Friends. Like, I always play that song live, like, with, with Ian, like, whenever mm. we do, like, like like private gigs or whatever. Like, you know, we always, it's, like, a nice, fun song. Like, I wouldn't, like, think to listen to it, really, you know? Um yeah. You know, it's got, like, a bunch of songs that I wouldn't really go to. It's, like, Rubber Soul does, and so does Revolver. Uh, I mean, they all do, like White Album and uh, Magical Mystery Tour and Abbey Road, you know? Um, Yeah, so, like, as a song wow. by song, like, yeah, it's weird. It's like, again, like, I haven't known these songs my whole life,
0: you know? Okay, yeah, I got you, um, yeah. And you kind of, you consume albums maybe a little differently than I do then, too. I kind of, like, isolate some components of it more than uh, the normal listener might, Yeah. maybe. Now, if we're if we're going song by song, does Mystery Tour win over uh, Peppers, or does it still beat out Mystery Tour for you?
1: Let's see. Hold on. My my favorite songs off Peppers. I'm looking right now are Fixing a Hole, which is weird. I know. I love. I have like a weird thing with that song. I just like love it. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Benefit, and but A Day in Life is my favorite, so it has like a ton of points. You know, and um, I I do love Within You Without You. And I like the rep- I like the reprise a lot.
0: It's the first hip hop beat I've heard. <laughs> right? If, if you, you want to hear that like the, boom, the, boom, the, boom, like if you just took that drum, if you made that into a drum loop, like Ringo playing that rep- reprise beat, that that's like does hip hop sounding drums go back any earlier than that? Like you could you could dude, rap like, over that if you.
1: Know, hip hop like um, you know you know my number you know the number. You know what what's that what's that song? You
0: know called? my name. Look up the number.
1: Yeah. Look up yeah, you know my name. Look at the number. The beginning of that song sounds like mm. the, like the birth of hip hop.
0: It's crazy. Dun, dun, it sounds like yeah. hip
1: hop. It sounds like a nineteen ninety eight track intro. It's crazy. For sure, yeah. Um, but uh I know. And then when I look at Magical Mystery Tour, like my favorites are I Am the Walrus, Strawberry Fields, All You Need Is Love, Baby You're a Rich Man. It's almost like equal, you know, like I don't know. Like, listen. When I was running yesterday and I started listening to Magic Mystery, I was kind of and I'm thinking about doing this versus thing. I was kind of like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Shit!" (laughs) Like, this (laughs) sounds. I talked myself into a corner. (laughs) 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 Uh, But yeah, again, it's like the external stuff that I I really love about Sergeant Pepper's. But yeah, song by song,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Song by song, for me, Pepper's wins over both Revolver and Rubber Soul. Really, Do
1: Rubber. You want to, do
0: Rubber, rubber soul, soul and Revolver both have duds. Uh, Doctor Robert. Doctor Robert for me is a dud. I love that song when I was a kid, but it it bores me now for for whatever okay. reason. Whoa, well, uh, whoa, well, well. and then wait is doesn't do much for me on Rubber Soul. Oh, Okay. And run for your life is eh, That's like a help. It's like a help era throwaway for me. I actually like. I I like run for your Life. Uh, what songs do you love and
1: not love in Sgt. Peppers?
0: In one manner speaking, I'd love to death all of them. Like, th- this is cruel to pick it apart like this. But it's like, if we're talking, like, obviously Day in the Life, you know, up there in the top three best of their, their songs. With a, little, uh, yeah, with a little help from my friends is is quite strong. Getting better, I love getting better. is... Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds is, is in the five. Yeah, top I know. I, I should have mentioned that. I'm looking at it again. I'm like, why didn't I say that? I also meant to say Lucy in the Sky. There's a lot of just slightly short of great songs. And then, like, good morning, good morning is fun, but that's kind of more throwaway. Uh, Weird song. Good morning. I gotta say, over the t- over over time, within you, without you, impresses me a little bit less. And, uh, I don't know though, it's still a really damn strong album. Like even Lovely Rita, that, that song's more, gotten more fun to me over time. I love When I'm 64. I love that When I'm 64 is on this album. Cool. I will say that. And I always like when it comes after that crazy Indian soundscape of uh, Within You, that's that another I'm, I'm crazy like, yeah, transition. I love that's that transition.
1: Crazy. It's a crazy transition. What do you What do you like more, Lovely Rita or Your Mother Should Know? Ooh.
0: Mm. I'm going to say Lovely Rita. That's hard, though. I like Lovely Rita's telling a more interesting story. It really is, actually. It is.
1: I love the sound of Lovely Rita more. I really do like the harmonies a lot, though, and Your Mother Should Know. It's beautiful. Uh, Penny Lane or I don't know. what's What's another one to compare it to on maybe like Getting Better?
0: Yeah, they're very similar. They're kind of doing the same. I would pick Getting Better. I like Getting Better more. Uh, I feel like Penny Lane is more timeless, but as I'm sitting down here, it's like, yeah, I, I would enjoy listening to Getting Better a little bit more. That That's hard, though. Yeah, those are neck and neck. It's weird. It's like... If you took out... Dude, if you took out Lovely Rita and She's Leaving Home... No, not even that. If you took out "She's Leaving Home" and "Good Morning, Good Morning," and put in "Penny Lane" and uh, "Strawberry Fields Forever,"
1: it's like the that, that would be like the that would just be ridiculous. Why album. didn't they do that? Why didn't they? Do that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I know why they did it. Actually, I saw that in the anthology. They released "Penny Lane." They didn't shelve it. They really were. Su- I'm, I'm such a dumbass here. They didn't. It was shelve- a single. Yeah, they released them as singles. They didn't shelve them. They just released them outside of albums. And then they were like, well, we already released it already. We can't include it in future work. If only it's still worth like that. Now,
1: when you first brought up the idea of doing Sgt. Pepper's versus magical mystery tour, I, I like, I like, uh, subconsciously thought that like, we weren't going to include Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane because they were released as a single. And then when I'm like listen and Sergeant Pepper's come, when Strawberry Fields comes on, I'm like, wait, is that yeah, like, wait, wait what wait, is wait, this album? Are we are we gonna do this? Are we gonna do this? Because Sergeant Pepper, I mean, sorry, Strawberry Fields is like an important part. It like really holds down Magical Mystery Oh yeah, sort of, you know. Oh yeah, it's like a stone. It's a fat stone. Uh, what about wait? Okay, duds, duds. What are the duds out there, man? Okay, there are, what
0: are I mean, the biggest?
1: What are the biggest duds on Sergeant Pepper?
0: Well, uh. Again, it's not Duds, but like I said, just lesser... Good morning, good morning, you said? To be cruel, She's Leaving Home and Good Morning, Good Morning for me.
1: Okay, for me, I would probably say... For me, it's... I I mean, I do love When I'm 64, but I don't know. I just don't love it as much as the other ones. I would say 64 and probably Good Morning, Good Morning, too.
0: Mm. That being said, I love both those songs, and... You know, there is a time where I really I want to hear them and I want to jam out to them. So it's how about the duds on, on Magical Mystery Tour? All right, yeah. So I think the duds. So this is we. I this argument is hard because I feel like the duds on Magical Mystery Tour are more duddy than the duds on Sgt. Pepper's. And duds is like, not like, really the ri- in either case. Know, duds not right is way. not really the right term, but right. Uh, you you would say Blue Jay Way and like, and what like. I don't know. What else would you say? It's kind of all at the beginning for me. I'd say, like, if I have to replace three of them, I'm going to take out Full on the Hill Blue Jay Way and your mother should know. Because everything okay. after your mother should know is just undeniable. Man, I love magical mystery trial. We're putting, like, a spotlight on it, and it's, like... I I think I might may have swayed you here. I don't know.
1: I remember being I remember like being in college and I'm like and I was like trying to think of what my favorite album was and I'm like I think for like a hot minute
0: it was Magical Mystery Tour. I was like this this is
1: like the, why isn't this people's favorite album like this album is I was, I was ridiculous.
0: It's weird though, man. It's not for everybody. It is. It's I think it's a music nerds. It's a production nerds like hidden gem a little bit. Because I feel all right again. It's like Sgt. Pepper's is like. The big main exhibit with all you know everybody's gathered around with cameras. It's like a museum. Sergeant Pepper's like a museum. And Magical Mystery Tour is like the curator's back room. Like you want to see the really weird stuff? Like it's yeah. It's like part B. It's the side room. How what do you think about Sergeant Pepper, the song and the reprise? What do you think about those two songs? They are excellent. It's it's kind of like Magical Mystery Tour, where if it was just that song, I'm like, yeah. Like Sgt. Pepper's is a little outside of the context of the album. It's a little basic, and Magical Mystery Tour is a little almost bordering on cheesy. They're both like they feel incomplete without. They got an invitation. They're, they're great entrances. They're entrances. <laughs> they, they do so away. well as as introductions. They're not. They're almost not like whole songs onto themselves. Um. I really like McCartney's Open like his Open Oh yeah vocal, he's, he's right? a showman it was
1: 20 the, years ago today. Yeah, so yeah, good. they're both
0: it's so you can't remove bad. it from the the rest of the experience. So I I think they're both excellent for what they do for the albums. I remember hearing Lennon be like, "Yeah, Sgt. Pepper's like isn't like people
1: think it's like a concept album but like it's not. It's just a bunch of songs and then we just kind of threw on like you know, it's like we're just like, oh yeah, here's the intro like we're a band. Like we're like Sgt. Pepper's we're like The yeah, concept we're this album for two band. songs." Yeah, and then they're like, "whatever." And Mas- *Magical Mystery Tour* they don't really try to be a concept. It's just like a psychedelic. It's just psychedelia, right? It's
0: just, yeah, it's a it's a it's, it's like a it's a, a place in your mind. It's like a state of mind, and I feel like it is pretty con- Stays consistent there. Well, I I don't know how we. Uh, how we conclude this, <laughs> but uh, I, I appear to have swayed you somewhat, at least in uh, if we if somewhat. we talk about these albums in in my terms, you know, with with the way that I I like to write stuff, I feel with, like I yeah brought you to my side a bit, but um, obviously these are two undeniable classics.
1: Real quick though, how about Harrison's input? What's Harris? Okay, we just got like Blue Jay Way versus Within You Without You, right? That's uh, that's
0: kind of sad. Yeah, dude. Because dude, Harrison if we're has talking like three modern songs. Beatles, if we're talking modern Beatles, if we're talking like from the time they matured, you know, in Rubber Soul onward. Um, 67 was Harrison's worst year. Worst year.
1: Dude, he's got like three songs on Revolver. He's got
0: great, he's got songs, like more- on he's got great songs on Revolver. He's got great songs on Rubber Soul. He's got amazing songs on White Album and, and Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Road's I don't know best. what the so hell he, happens. He, yeah. Abbey Road
1: was like the two best songs on oh, yeah, the yeah, entire yeah. album of Abbey Road are Something and Here Comes the Sun, dude.
0: Yeah, no, he totally peaked it's in late crazy. 60s. I don't... I don't know what the hell happened to them in 67. It was just not happening as much. I still really like the songs and they they do work in their own quirky way in the context of these albums. And like I only a northern song, I'll still jam out to that sometimes, but it's like yeah. they're not they're not whole as as pop songs. As pop
1: songs, yeah. That's another thing. I do. I do like love Indian sounds. I love
0: Indian music, and the Beatles yeah. definitely. You're, you're, me your 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 music it. has featured some of that. Yeah, of like songs. I
1: tried having like I I, I had some guest musicians. Speaks I had tabla, to me. and I had sitar. Ta- speak to me, dear. Yeah, and like I tr- you know definitely influenced by within you, without you. You know, love you too. And um, I remember like so I had like my phase where I was super into within you, without you. So that yeah. just that kind of those like old like infatuations. With like a day in the life being like the overarching one for as far as oh, songs, yeah. like you know, within you Without you like there was a moment where like that was like my favorite song for like a few weeks and I was like, Jeez, this song is incredible. Yep. And I love the Indian I love like the Indian uh, orchestration going on and like and that was in Sgt. and Pepper, you know? Day totally. in life was in Sgt. Pepper, like the colors, the sounds and ground the influence and like I love what hear I love hearing what other people say about it, like what Roger Waters says about it and you know just like the influence of it uh Lucy in the Sky like the mystery behind that song and like oh man just harmonically like it's beautiful oh, the bass dude what about the bass lines like With Little Help My Friends has like one of the best bass lines ever dude it's so nice you know that,
0: I mean that's part of what's great about both these albums is the ba- the bass is so solid and it gets so many opportunities to shine and
1: a Day yeah. in the Life is like an inc- one of the best Beatles bass songs. A Day in the Life and with a little Huff, my
0: friends. Getting better as amazing bass to me. Getting better too. Oh yeah, I I, I like do whistle, do whistle do that bass do line do all do the do. time. It's, it's such Boom an boom, bass. Boom, boom, boom Like that's stuck in my head all the time to this day. Boom 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 boom. Like it fits in the song so well. Masterful.
1: So we could talk forever about this shit, dude. Oh, we totally could.
0: <laughs> Right. i gotta grab uh, dinner man. now but i, I wholeheartedly yeah. uh th- there's definitely a lot more agreements here than disagreements uh, it's, yeah, suffice right? to say these are two amazing pieces <laughs> of work and it just speaks to the quality of the music that we can discuss it as much as we can and as in depth yeah, as we dude. can you know 50 60 years later whatever the hell it is
1: dude that was, that was this was a lot of fun i'm excited to do this talk. With more with more albums oh yeah dude, that's awesome this was great dude Thank, thanks for having me do this yeah. this was awesome
0: Okay, I'm back here by myself, so uh, I'll wrap it up pretty quick, but um, if you would like Dan and I to discuss another pair of albums, or if you can even just think of one album, um, we are happy to tackle any other kind of artists in the future. And uh, yeah, let's just make this a fun thing if the uh, the interest is there. So goodbye for now. Please stay safe, as safe as you can, and uh, just hang in there.